This is Big F and Joe, and you're listening to the Memphis Continental Wrestling Podcast. Without Memphis, there would be no hardcore, and obviously we all know where that leads. Live your best life, die your best death. This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. You know, I've been in this industry for a long, long time, and you know, I got my start right there in Memphis, Tennessee. So what better person than to give a little intro to the only podcast in the UK that specifically talks about Memphis wrestling. That's right. We're talking about Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. Folks, sit back, grab you a cup of hot tea. Hope you enjoy it. Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. Got a doggone good-looking show lined up. This is the future, baby, and Jimmy Hart's here. You're not in the same caliber as I am. Who's the greatest wrestler in the world, and why am I? You're acting like a hoodlum. Now, come on, quit it! Hello again wrestling fans and welcome to the studios of the old bakery as we get ready to give you another exciting week here at the UK's number one and only Memphis wrestling related podcast. I am as always your host Mr. Luke Jennings hoping the podcast finds you fine and dandy. Please do not forget to follow us on Twitter at MemphisCast and to hit the subscribe button here on our home the place to be wrestling network home of great shows such as wrestling's chicken salad NWA Saturday special PTBN's main event Nation Invasion Highway to the Impact Zone the Monday Night Project and so many other great shows you can follow the network on twitter at ptb and wrestling also don't forget to follow our sister network the north south connection also available on all good podcast suppliers and they have great shows such as new general mission wrestling Warzone, a la carte with keithy extreme three-way dance and so many other great shows you can follow them on twitter at no so pod network youtube.com forward slash at memphis cast allows you to watch episodes and you can watch today's episode you can watch the september the 9th 1983 episode of memphis wrestling on youtube visit when it was cool.com for podcasts articles and much more on retro pop culture comics wrestling movies tv toys history and more this week we're covering the September the 10th, 1983. Last week we covered the 20th of August to the 3rd of September, where we saw Lawler losing gold, Lance returning, more returning faces, as well as all the usual awesomeness from the Memphis Territory. Before we head down to ringside, let's give you a quick look, a see around, to see what's been happening around the rest of the wrestling world. On the 4th of September, riding the incredible popularity of CWA Memphis Wrestling Show, WMC TV debuts the Jerry Lawler Show, a talk-style program hosted by Jerry Lawler. Excuse my dog, he's having a uh, mental... He's uh, doing his zoomies. Um, you can listen to the show, the Jerry Lawler show, on our free feed, memphiscast.transistor.fm. Also on the 4th of September, Mike Graham defeated NWA World Champion Harley Race in a non-title match in Orlando, Florida. On the 5th of September, World Class held their Labor Day Star Wars in Fort Worth, Texas at the Convention Center. Drawing 11,573, they witnessed Chris Adams defeating Mr. Ebony, Kerry Von Erich, uh, defeating Michael Hayes in a country whipping match. World Class Texas Champion David Von Erich defeated Terry Gordy. Kevin Von Erich defeated World Class American Champion Jimmy Garvin by disqualification. Baruza Brody defeated Kamala via disqualification in a lumberjack match. Johnny Mantell defeated the Mongol. World Class 
World Six-Man Tag Champions of Freebirds. Michael Hayes, Terry Gordy and Buddy Roberts defeated Kerry, Kevin and David Von Erich. Iceman Parsons defeated Buddy Roberts. Also on the 5th in Memphis, Tennessee, the Mid-South Coliseum, 6,696. Witness Bruce Brother number 2 defeating Jeff Young. Bobby Fulton defeated Frankie Lane. The Jaguar and the Stray Cat. And Bobby Fulton and Spike Huber defeated the Dream Machine, Porkchop Cash, Lucifer and the Prince of Darkness. US Junior Heavyweight Champion Tommy Rogers defeated Carl Fergie. The Rock and Rock Express defeated Southern Tag Team Champions the Grapplers via the score qualification. Buddy Landell defeated Coco Ware to win the Mid-America title. Eddie Marlin and Jimmy Hart were the special guest referees. We saw quite a bit of that build-up last week. Bobby Fulton, Tommy, Tom Pritchard and Terry Taylor defeated the Moondogs and the Giant Rebel. CWA World Tag Team Champions the Assassins defeated, sorry, battled the Fabulous Ones to a double countout. As a result, the titles were held up. Austin Idol defeated Ken Patera to win the CWA International title. Bill Dundee defeated Dutch Martel. Jerry Lawler defeated Bill Dundee to win the vacant title. They vacated last week because he wasn't defending it enough, so they vacated it. And then they had a four-man title, four-man tournament, and then Jerry Lawler then won it back. Wrestling... On the 6th of September, Black Jack Mulligan defeated NWA World Champion Harley Race in Tampa, Florida, but did not win the title. On the 7th of September, in Miami Beach, Florida, at the convention centre, 5,675, with a Dusty Rhodes defeating Purple Haze in a chain match. NWA World Champion Ric Flair defeated... Sorry, NWA World Champion Harley Race defeated Ric Flair. Angela Mosca and Black Jack Mulligan defeated the Zambui Express by disqualification. Joe LeDuc defeated Barry Windham in a lumberjack match. Mike Graham and Ron Bass... Sorry, Mike Graham defeated Ron Bass by disqualification. Scott McGee defeated Kevin Sullivan by disqualification. Charlie Cook battled Les Thornton to a draw. On the 8th, in Jacksonville, Florida, Harley Race defeated Barry Windham. On the 9th of September, world-class TV tapings are held at the Sportatorium in Dallas, Texas. Bruiser Brody defeated Terry Taylor. Kerry and Kevin Von Erich defeat the Mongol and Mr. Ebony. Terry Gordy defeated Ken Johnson. Iceman Parsons defeated Jimmy Garvin. Chris Adams defeated... <laughs> battled, sorry, Buddy Roberts to a draw. Kevin Von Erich defeated Mr. Ebony. Johnny Mantell defeated Coco Samoa. On the And then finally, on this day, on the 10th, Lakeland, Florida for World Championship Wrestling. Kevin Dusty Rhodes defeated Kevin Sullivan in a loser leaves town for 60 days match. Also on the show, Harley Race defeated Barry Windham. Finally, WF holds a show on the 10th of September. Landover, Maryland in the Capital Centre. 15,271 witness Don Canoodle defeating Jeff Craney. Big John Studd defeated Salvatore Bolomo. Tiger Chung Lee defeated Pete Sanchez. Sergeant Slaughter defeated Tony Guerrilla. The Invaders defeated Charlie Brown and Butcher for Sean. Chief J. Strongbow fought Iron Mike Sharp to a draw. Tito Santana defeated Ivan Koloff. S.D. Jones, Rocky Johnson and Tony Atlas defeated the Samoans. WF Intercontinental Champion Don Morocco defeated Jimmy Snooker by countout. And finally, WF Champion Bob Backland defeated George Steele. So, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, that leads us to go down to ringside to see what Lance and Dave have got for us this week as we cover the 10th of September 1983. Ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 122 of the Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. Please enjoy. Dave Brown, right along 
Eastside, and we're ready to go. Another big week, championship wrestling. By golly, I like to look to what we're going to have, too, David. Oh, I tell you, opening match of the day, Rock and Roll Express will yeah, be in here. Rick Morton, Robert Gibson, right here in the ring. And that's not all. The Moon Dogs will be coming up a little bit later. The King, Jerry Lawler, will be here. We will also have the Bruise Brothers in. Not all. The expiration of time match today is going to be a 10-man tag team match. 10 around that ring at one time. That's a load of folks in the ring. We're loaded up today. That's exactly what's going to happen here. We've got plenty of time for it, and we're going to get into it right now. We'll take time out. We'll be back with a Rock and Roll Express in just a moment. So we've got tag team action. We've got Rock and Roll Express, Moondogs, Jerry Lawler, Bruise Brothers, and then a 10-man tag exploration of time match. That's going to be a barn burner for sure, and uh, one I'm probably going to struggle with keeping up with, but we all do our best like we do here each and every week. Introducing at a total weight of 407 pounds from Memphis, Tennessee, Pat Hutchinson and his partner from Parts Unknown, the Mass Marauder. At a total of 437 pounds from Nashville, Tennessee and Pensacola, Florida, Rick Morton, Robert Gibson, the Rock and Roll Express. One ball. So the Rock and Roll Express have now got brand new entrance music. They've got Rock and Roll King. We uh, wondered when that was going to happen. I thought it was going to be in Mid-South, but it's here. September the 10th, 1983. They may have had it beforehand, but we've only been watching We've been watching the highlights of matches. But we've got Rock and Roll Express going up against Pat Hutchinson and Masked Marauder. Masked Marauder, sorry, but Pat Hutchinson starting for his team. Black tights, white boots going up against Ricky. Red tights, white boots. Jerry Calhoun is our referee, wearing a lovely maroon top and uh, beige trousers. Blue canvas, green ropes, red ring posts, black background here for the studio. Full house as always here on a Saturday, watching their wrestling. Old, young, male, female, black, white, you name it, they are here each and every week to see their heroes. Pat Hutchinson uh, getting thrown around a bit by uh, Ricky. No mullet. Go behind by Pat. Reversal by Rick. And a takedown by Ricky. Pat Hutchinson in the ropes again. So like we said, this is the first time in quite some time we've been watching one single episode. They've been bunched together because the footage that we've the footage that we've had has been sort of 35 minutes of this, 10 minutes of this, 15 minutes of this. So I've, I decided to keep everything sort of to a three-week period. But at least for the next three weeks, we've got uh, full shows. So they will be available to watch on YouTube if you so wish. YouTube.com forward slash at MemphisCast. Masked Marauder is tagged in. Red mask, red singlet, black boots. Ricky, uh, sorry, Robert now in for his team. Wearing still matching uh, red tights, white boots. There's a very red match here. The, the ref, the wrestlers, everybody. Full arm dragon twisted by Robert. Arm bar. Tags in Ricky. Ricky's in and he holds the arms of the Marauder and Robert gives him a cheap shot before he leaves. 
Pat Hutchinson not happy with the way his partner has been treated. Oh, knee of the uh, inside leg there. Oh, boy, Ricky tags in Robert. Oh, comes over the top rope with a knee to the knee. Masked Marauder in trouble here. Ricky tagged in and Ricky drops the foot across the leg of the Masked Marauder. Going for it. Oh, no, drops the elbow across the inner thigh. Great finds the leg. Not the uh, kind of wrestling you'd think you'd see from the Midnight Express. Just the fuck off from the Rock and Roll Express. I do apologise. I didn't mean to say Midnight Express. It's all these expresses about. Toe hold now by Roberts tagged in. He's going for a spin and toe hold on the masked Marauder. Tag to Ricky. Ricky's in. Oh, drops the knee across the knee again. Trying to take that leg back to uh, Rock and Rollville. Spin and toe hold again. Oh, sorry, no toe hold again by Ricky Morton. Oh, lovely uh, figure four pinning combination thing there by Robert Gibson. STF figure four thing. Rock and Rock Express are your winners. Get the victory. Time on it. Three minutes, 23 seconds. 3.23. Tell you one thing, uh, Robert learned that from his brother Rick. He used to use it too. That it's, it's, they start the spinning leg lock, hook it into a grapevine and that back bowl and gets that a lot of weight down in there. So the R&R Express comes through with another victory. Plenty of action in that one. And by golly, we got more to go. We'll be back to it in just one moment. Jimmy Hart, the international roughnecks, the Moondogs. One fall, 15 minute time limit. Jerry Calhoun, the referee. Tag team action once again. We've got Jim Jameson and Ken Raper going up against the international madmen or whatever the hell they were called. The Moondogs. Jimmy Hart on the outside wearing a lovely uh, sort of a French Legion hat. Moondogs now attacking Ken Raper. Oh, big slam by the Moondog. Moondogs wearing matching uh, denim bottoms, blue singlets. Ken Raper, white singlet, white boots. There's the Moondog now in. Throws Ken Raper. Oh, head first at the top tumbuckle. These Moondogs still don't have names. Pretty sure they are bricks and spot. Oh, powers him down. Don't even elbow there by the Moondog. 
big upper arm. Choking Ken right by now. A choke by the gouging the eyes, gouging the face here. Come on, referee, break the hold. Tags in his partner. Oh, kick to the gut. Oh, and again. The slightly uh, rotunda uh, Moondog here. They're both the same kind of height. This is the slightly rotunda. Oh, clobbering time now on Ken Raper. Them ham hocks for hands. Oh. Oh. Forearm smashed out of the side of the head by the Moondog. Picks up uh, Raper. Slams him. Oh, power slam. Poor slam there. By the Moondogs. He's fooked. Got the Moondog now in. Oh, knee of the gut. Million dollar knee there. Oh. Ken Raper trying to fight out. His partner's not even in the fucking corner. Come on, Jameson, get in the corner. Ken, no, he didn't get the tag. Didn't get the tag. Fucking hell. Oh, modified choke slam there by the Moondog. Oh, double choke now on Ken Raper. Oh, slams him down. Car trying to get behind Ken Raper. Moondog now going for a suplex, maybe. And oh, lovely suplex there by the Moondog. Oh, drops in here across the forward. Now gouging on the face again. Picks up Ken Rayburn and then throws him into his corner so he can tag Jim Jameson now in black trunks, white boots. Jim Jameson. Oh, met with the headbutt. Holy moly. Tag to the Moondogs. Oh, headbutt to the uh, exposed ribs there of Jim Jameson. And a. Oh, gut buster. Another gut buster there. Up to the second rib on the inside. Oh, drops a knee across the chest. Moondog picks up Jameson. Oh, clobbles him down. And again. Oh, and again, just picks him up just to knock him back down. Tags his partner in. Oh, kick to Jameson. Moondogs ain't pretty, but they get the job done. Irish up now. Oh, what the fuck was that? I think he's going for a power slam, but... Uh, that went wrong, so we pick him up and we do it again. Take his partner in. Backbreaker, second rope. Oh, Moondog decapitation. Un, dos, tres. Your winners, the Moondogs. And not long enough having uh, the experience in there for a fact, Dave. How about your time? Time on it was three minutes, 38 seconds. 338. 338, and the official winner, the Who weren't at the Mid-South Coliseum last Monday night. They don't know. When we see Terry Taylor, Bobby Eaton, and the giant rebel out here together, they're going to be wondering about it if they weren't out at the Coliseum last Monday night. Lance, I ain't got very much to say. Jimmy Hart, you did me wrong, boy. And I'll tell you what, I learned from the old school, I learned from Jerry Lawler how to be mean, how to be rough. We held them belts for two years and a half, the Southern Tag Team belts. I know every dirty trick in the world.
Jimmy Hart, I'm going to break your neck. I want a lot of the folks to see exactly. And also, wait a minute. That moon dog, they did me wrong, and I am very mad, and I'm going to break some people's necks. Do you understand me, boys? I want you to see exactly what happened in a situation. There's a tag on Bobby Eaton. Eaton comes in, and he fights pretty much the Moondog style. Eaton, Taylor, Pritchard is out of the ring. So we're seeing the footage from this past Monday. We've seen the Moondogs, uh, the Giant Rebel, going against Terry Taylor, Tom Pritchard, and Bobby Eaton. Giant Rebel has got Bobby Eaton now. Oh no, Bobby Eaton escapes, and the Moondog hits Giant Rebel with that big bone. Bobby Eaton goes for the pin. One, two, three. Jimmy Hart now with the uh, Confederate flag, a ripping the Confederate flag. Giant Rebel has got to hold of Jimmy Hart now, but the Moondogs now attacking Giant Rebel with that, those big old bones. Oh. Moondogs annihilating Giant Rebel with those big old bones. Jimmy Hart now with the Confederate flag. Oh. Crowd going. There's just Bobby Eaton, Terry Taylor, and Tom Pritchard coming out to rescue Giant Rebel. Yeah. That kind of gave you an idea of it and, and brought about a situation where Monday night you're going to have the Moondogs and Dennis Condry involved going against the team of Taylor Eaton and the Giant Rebel. And uh, all I can say is that uh, I don't know how fast you make friends, but you sure lose them awful fast. You know, I can tell Frazier's out here. You can smell him, baby. Let me tell you something, big boy. You know why I kept Frazier in the family? I'll tell you why. Because he was a big joke, man. That's all you've ever been to me is a big laugh to keep around for the family to laugh at. Can you get a close-up of this picture right here? Look at this. Not only he dresses the Long Ranger and the last thing, the Rebel. Come on, zoom in, guys. Wake up. There you go. Right here, baby. Come here. There you go. Look at him as Kamala. Isn't this a big joke? Look at this big balloon over here dressed as Kamala. You know, the Bee Gees wrote a song about you years ago. Somebody started a joke and got the whole world laughing, and that's exactly what happened to you, Frazier. Now, if you want to come out here running your mouth with these other two little pukes that are with you, that's great, baby, because I promise you this, you ain't going to be laughing after this week. Now, Philly Superstar Dundee, you know, I told you I hate losers in the family, and it's a new rule, baby. When you lose, you're gone from the family. Well, that's what happened to Dundee, you know, and Frazier both. Dundee called me week after week, day after day, and said, Jimmy Hart, you are the smartest man in professional wrestling. I'm know you can figure out some way to bring me back in here to wrestle and I finally I finally figured out the way to do it but what does Dundee do he comes back he said I'll promise anything I'll get on my hands and knees I'll do anything if you can come back so what I did I gave the guy a chance to come back and he went against Lawler because I wanted that southern belt but what happens he you know this is ridiculous man I am sick and tired of losers Dundee you're washed up you're finished you and Frazier both baby through. You talk about losers. What about Ken Patera? Now, Ken Patera oh, that, That's right, Ken Patera. You know what happened on that? Eddie Marlin stood out here last week, and what did he say? Jimmy Hart, if I stay up ten weeks, if I stay up every night, I'm going to do everything I can to get even with you. And that's what he told him. I know what he did. He told Paul Morton. Oh, you know what he said? He told Paul time. Morton. He said, don't you come back here unless... Ken Patero loses that match. That's exactly what oh, he did. That's a lot of yeah, bull, man. You know I'm that. telling the truth, yeah. and you know it. I don't lie. You know I don't well, lie. We give the folks an idea about uh, what happened in that Lawler-Dundee battle in there and, uh, and, and, and see what happens in it. And well, you talking about it. Luke. Well, well, all right. Yes, huh? I want to take a look at the winner. And here comes Dundee. Drops with an elbow. So we've seen footage of Jerry Lawler. He's just this defeated Dennis Condry. And Bill Dundee comes running in. This is the final match. 
So they were running a gauntlet by the looks of it. Dundee wearing a lovely uh, pink uh, tights here. Going to be against Jerry Lawler, red and white singlet, red uh, right boots. Bill Dundee annihilating Jerry Lawler in the corner Dundee of his right hands. Jerry Lawler's obviously come out of a tough battle with uh, lover boy Dennis Condry. Bill Dundee fresh as a, uh, a daisy. And now skip and we see Jimmy Hart distracting the referee while Bill Dundee goes for the top rope. Bill Dundee's on the top, Bill Dundee. Oh, double stomp to the gut of Jerry Lawler. We'll clip forward again. Jerry Lawler's still in trouble. Bill Dundee picks him up. Oh. Just to shush the crowd, kicking the Lawler now, kicking Lawler again, kicking Lawler again. Oh, come on. Lawler now with a kick of his own, kick of his own. Lawler's pissed. Lawler's pissed. The strap is down already. There is no down strap. Dundee big enough. Dundee big enough. Oh, big right hand by Lawler. And boom again. Dundee's down. Dundee picks up. Sorry, Lawler picks up Dundee. Oh, big right hand in the corner. And again. And again. Oh, Christ almighty. And again. Oh no, Dundee throws Lawler into Calhoun. Calhoun is down. Kick by Dundee in the gut. Right hand. Dundee asking Jimmy Hart for a chain, I believe. Dundee gets the chain. Oh no, Jimmy Hart threw it, but Lawler caught it. Lawler caught it. Lawler's got it wrapped around his fist. Boom! Dundee down. Lawler. One. Two. Three. You see what you want to see. That's why you're wearing glasses and I'm not, man. I didn't throw anything in the ring. Dundee just couldn't get the job done. Why don't you admit it like everybody else saw it right there, man? He's finished. Washed up, man. I don't need him in the family anymore. I'm not backing up the Dundee part of it. All I'm saying is that uh, as has but happened... I even knocked him down. He's washed up, man. Look at that. As happened with others there, you uh, lead into something and end up blaming somebody else for it. Uh, how about he, that? Well, I wasn't looking. He hit me when I wasn't looking. He had to sneak up behind my back. Nobody has ever hit me face to face because they had not got enough guts to do it. Look at him. Look at him right there, baby. Jimmy Hart taking a little pounding. Here comes oh, man, the look at the assassins, though, baby. Big, bad, rough and tough. The assassins, baby. The eliminators. Look at them. Nobody pushes. Look at this. Look at it. Billy knocked down <laughs> by the assassins as they're in the ring. Jimmy Hart, of course, right there. Now, baby, we're going to give him the beating that Lawler should have gave him, man. Look at this right now, man. Come on. Come on. Don't stop the film now. It's getting good. <laughs> Simply saying, of course, that uh, that's what happens when you don't have any friends. And uh, well, let me just say this, Dundee, you better be ready, boy, because I promise you, the assassins and Jimmy Hart will be ready. <laughs> Jimmy with his uh, moon dogs and talking about the Dundee situation, as he's got a match coming up with the assassins. We're going to take time out, and we'll be ready. back. We've already made a call during this particular break, and coming out right now is Jimmy Hart. This is at the request, by the way, of Jimmy Hart that we made this phone call, and we called one of the international stars of uh, wrestling, a big six foot four, 265 pound, Jesse the Body Ventura. Jesse, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, wait just a second. Jimmy Hart's got something to say to you. Here, Jim. 
Jesse. Yeah. We can't wait, man, for you to get down here, baby. We're, we're, everybody's talking about you. Everybody knows what a superstar in professional wrestling you really are, what movies you've been in, who you've dated in, the, in all the, the, the star fields in, in, in California. They call you Mr. San Diego. I want you to talk to the people here right on TV if you would. Let me tell you people something, Memphis, Tennessee. Memphis is supposed to be known for having the king of rock, Elvis Presley. Well, let me tell you, I'm personal friends with the real king of rock, and that's Mick Jagger and the Rolling Stones. I'm coming down there for one reason, and that is to get Jerry, the so-called King Lawler. You know, he built up his reputation whipping on a little dude by the name of Andy Kaufman. And I personally found out after he whipped Andy Kaufman, he wanted a match with Henny Youngman. Now, that's really... <laughs> Got a little uh, screen with Jesse's picture on it. He's got has held titles: Central States Tag Team, Hawaiian State uh, Heavyweight Tag Team, AWA Tag Team. Rocky, uh, Jesse Venture is going to be a force to be reckoned with coming into Memphis. right there baby the greatest professional athlete in the world today you know and, and i told the reason you couldn't be here today and, and I, I i wanted to, to surprise all the people here but uh the people know that tonight you're going against uh, i hope they will after i tell them that they're going to he's going against the awa ham, uh champion uh nick botwinkle tonight so i'm sure when you reach uh, the city this week that you will be the new awa champion and then monday night or tuesday or whenever we're going to get that southern heavyweight belt baby i can't wait Woo! <laughs> jesse be careful baby goodbye there you go, there you go. Aren't great, man? Oh, Can you believe I'm it? So you. people, I'm not bringing you the best in the world, man. You've seen it and believe it, man. Jesse, the body man, too. He'll never end. We might lose a couple of the family, but we've gained a couple of more. Woo! I'll tell you one thing for a fact. He went out and got him a heavyweight this time. Everybody in the country is uh, familiar with Jesse Ventura, and uh, the body will be some kind of tough competition. I, I think we're about ready for little competition and we got a tag action match coming up and right now the king and coco air it's about sad this is going to be a one fall 15 minute time limit match king and coco already in the ring ready for the opponents to show up here comes the referee and here come the opponents right here <laughs> Again, it's one fall, 15-minute time limit, introducing at a total of 449 pounds. And parts unknown, the Pink Panther, and from Memphis, Tennessee, Big Lou Winston. And going against them, total weight, 443 pounds, from Union City, Tennessee, Coco Lear. And from Memphis, Tennessee, Jerry the King Lawler. 
We're back, ladies and gentlemen, tag team action once again. The Pink Panther and Big Lou Winston going up against Jerry the King Lawler and Coco Ware. So we're going to see who's going to start. Jerry Calhoun just giving them their final instructions. Looks like Coco's going to start. Yeah, Coco's going to start for his team. Big Lou Winston's going to start for his. Big Lou Winston wearing black and red tights. Black boots. Coco wearing yellow tights. White boots. Big Lou Winston pushes Coco into the corner. Oh! Right hand. Coco just turns him around. Oh, hits him with an elbow smash. Hip tosses him out the corner. Big Lou Winston's a little bit bigger than uh, Coco. Coco's going to have the speed and the tenacity. Colin over top, hammering a boy. Coco tags in Jerry. Jerry wearing dark dark and light blue singlet white boots. Comes in and rings the arm two, three times now of Lou Winston. Drops the elbow in the shoulder. Jerry now working the arm. Puts the arm on the mat. And oh, drops all of his weight across the shoulder of Lou Winston. Jerry Lawler with a big old smile on his face, very happy with the, what he's just done. Lawler gets up. Jerry Lawler still got hold of that wrist with the arm ringed. Oh, big round by Big Lou. Holy moly. And again, rocking Lawler in the corner. Knee of the gut. Big Lou Winston, oh, over at the back of the head. There's a man holding up a small child, a very small child. Lou Winston knocks down Lawler, tags in the pink pamphlet. Pink mask, pink singlet, white boots. Pink pamphlet now uh, coming in, oh, gets kicked over Lawler. Right hand by Lawler, holy moly. Snap mares the pamphlet. And drops a foot across the face. Tags in Coco. Coco's now in, Irish whips the pamphlet. Coco, back body drop. Oh, Pink Panther lands on his butt. Coco now with a... Oh, big power slam. Tags in Lawler. Double Irish whip. And... Double drop kick. Lawler goes... No, Lawler picks up the Panther. Picks him up. And... Slams him down. Fist drop. Picks up the pamphlet again. Tags in Coco. Double Irish up again. Double back elbow. Pamphlet goes down. Oh, elbow drop by Coco. One, two, three. Sure winners. Coco beware. And Jerry the King Lawler. Big win. It's Coco Ware and the King come out with it. Nice spin. Yeah, they look good as a uh, tag team. The teamwork got it in two minutes, 35 seconds. Lawler and Coco get the win. Big Lou uh, helping uh, Pink Panther out of the ropes after that particular pin. And um, the, the time again on it, David? 235. 2.35 is uh, the King and uh, Coco end up winning. Um, Eddie Marlin, promoter. Uh, I've been on the phone all week long talking to Bill Dundee. He couldn't be here today. He wanted me to come down and talk to Jerry Lawler. He sent an interview down. I'd like to play that interview and let Lawler look at it. Got all to, the fans. Okay, some tape here for Eddie if we can take a look at it now. Do we have it up? Yeah. You know, 
I guess this interview of this, uh, this is more for Jerry Lawler than it is for anybody else now. I talked to Eddie Marlin and he said you have you need a monitor. So I hope you're standing near a monitor, Jerry, and you can see this. Now, you know, last week when the assassins was beating on me and Jimmy Hart was beating on me and I was laying there in a pool of blood, I could hear the people yelling, we want Lawler, we want Lawler. But Jerry Lawler never did come near that ring. And when I was walking back and after the matches and I was walking down the street, there's a few of the people come up to me and they said, you know, I'm really mad at Jerry Lawler for not coming to help you, Bill. Well, there really shouldn't be, because maybe even the same position, I wouldn't have come back to help you. And I can't really say I'm glad this happened as far as the beating that I took, but sometimes it, it takes something like this, or it takes a, a disaster in your life to make you see the mistakes that you've made. So I don't really blame him. In fact, you folks out there shouldn't be mad at Jerry Lawler, because maybe in the same situation, you wouldn't have done it either. But all I can say is, sometimes a disaster makes you sit down and take a look at your life. And I know how it feels like to have no friends now and have nobody that cares about you. Now, I turned my back on an awful lot of people, on, the, on some of the rest of which is my friends, on some people that were just friends of mine, and most of all, a lot of the wrestling fans. Now, I don't know, Jerry, I, I feel that you and I make the best tag team around, and, and I know there's an awful lot of good ones. But deep down in my heart, I've had people say to me, and I'm sure you've had them say to you, Lawler and Dundee was the best team around in any decade. Well, that's how I feel. And all I can say to you, Jerry, I hate Jimmy Hart as much as you do, or, or maybe even more now, because Hart proves to me all he's interested in money and titles and belts. And he has a team every day is the greatest day in Jimmy Hart's life. Well, if you would just sign your name on that dotted line, because I've got the match with him, and all I need is a partner. If you just sign your name there, brother, we could take it from being the greatest day in his life to the worst day in his life. Because Jerry Lawler and Bill Dundee together can beat Jimmy Hart and the Assassins. Believe me, Jerry, I will not turn my back on you. I'll give you 110%. I can go back to being Billy Superstar Dundee that people used to love, and I know the king can be... Well, you're just you, brother, and you'll do anything it takes to win a wrestling match, and I can too. Together, we can beat Hart and them two big goofs. Well, I think he um, expressed it pretty clearly, Eddie. He apologized uh, for his past mistakes, and he's asking uh, just one thing simply, and that is uh, he wants Jerry to be his partner in that bout coming up with the assassin. Jerry, before you answer it, let me say he brought out two points there. One of them, he's seen how it is without having friends, and I think he's found out that he's been doing the wrong things. And another thing... Always in the past, any time Jerry Lawler's name and Bill Dundee's name was down on a piece of paper as a tag team, it was good to me because it was box office. And it was good to all the fans because regardless of what I had to do that night, if the fans would look back in the back, I'd be sitting back there watching the match because I knew it was going to be an action-packed match. It was going to be a... Y'all have made the best team that's ever been put together in the past. And he wanted me to come out on his behalf and ask for you to sign on the dotted line. What about it, Jerry? Well, you know, I, I, I've talked to Eddie, you know, earlier this week, and, and uh, I knew this was coming about because, uh, you know, I, I'd heard that uh, Bill had, had, uh, had this change of heart, so to speak. They say it takes a bigger man to admit you know that he's wrong and and uh, I'm glad to see Bill making this kind of decision it's what I said before hopefully that he would get uh, 
you know, get his head on straight, get mm -hmm. the thinking right. Apparently he is. But at the same time, I want to say this. It hadn't been all that many weeks ago that I stood right here in this very spot, and I listened to a guy stand right there, and he said, uh, he said, you know, I've been wrong about all those things I said about you. I was wrong when I said those things about the fans here. I didn't mean any of that stuff. Uh, I'm sorry, and all I want you to do is be my partner. And this was Andy Kaufman. And I brought a little piece of film to show you what happened when I trusted Andy Kaufman. And just take a look at this. We just seen for a few weeks ago when Andy Kaufman uh, blindsided, double, uh, double agented, if you will, Jerry Lawler. Jerry Lawler is a bit dubious now about uh, trusting Bill Dundee. I'm not trying to imply that this is what Bill Dundee is going to do, but all I'm saying is that before I risk any kind of a rerun of that type of situation, I think that he owes it to not only to me, but to the people here to prove himself. So until then, I think that he just needs to find himself a different partner. I tried. I just want you to remember one thing. Just keep it in the back of your mind. Bill Dundee and Jerry Lawler is the best tag team combination that's ever been put together in history of wrestling. And he wanted me to come down and try Lance, and I've tried, and I wished you'd really give it a lot of thought. Okay, well, appreciate it, Eddie, and uh, thank you, Jerry, for sharing this uh, moment or two with our championship wrestling fans and the answer bill is no and that is the way that goes we're going to take time out and we'll be back in just a moment and we will be back after these messages please enjoy hey everybody this is mike from booking the territory the unprofessional classic southern wrestling podcast and you are listening to the memphis continental wrestling cast with Luke Jennings. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. 14, 34, Pike! How far do we moms have to go to see our team clean? Where 11 boys of our home team defend the field of Muddy Green. They're fumbling, fumbling all around, can't seem to get a touchdown. An extraction team needs an extraction tide. Mom, she knows the score. My tide's tackled this mess before. So go ahead and sludge them, splatter them, splodge them. Claim your spot, tide gets it clean. Tide's America's favorite. From cocoa to mud, tide will tough clean it. You've just seen it. Now here's that winning side. Same clothes, same team, red, white, and clean with extra action tied claim your spot tied gets it clean my wife patty's happiest when she's outdoors in fact she's kind of a nature nut there must be something to it just look at that face if patty's not an ivory girl i don't know who is <laughs> maybe david's biased but he does know me pretty well i live healthy i eat healthy and i do wash every day with ivory look i'm like most women i've tried soaps with heavy perfumes and deodorants but they left me feeling like there was something I didn't want on my face. That's why I trust Ivory, because it leaves my skin feeling clean and fresh, like the outdoors. David's father used to make him take Ivory down the river because it floats. But I use Ivory because it makes my skin look good. Healthy looking skin. Ivory can help you have it too. If you know a healthy looking Ivory girl like Patty, write and tell us. Who put the in shampoo? New Prell, that's who. New Prell puts the 
enriched Prell gives you a soft new fragrance. Ooh. Special new silkeners you can feel while you shampoo. Ooh. Hair that feels soft and silky after. Ooh. New Prell puts the ooh in shampoo. Ooh. 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 Puts it in a special new formula for dry hair, too. New Prell puts the ooh. week on NBC Monday Night at the Movies. Juries don't like to convict drunk drivers. There's a killer on the loose. Nobody cares. That takes 25,000 lives a year. Nobody gives a damn. What can I tell you, lady? That's the way it goes. And you and your children are the next target. Nobody helps. What makes you think you can? Because I have to. The real life story of the woman who's fighting back to turn her tragedy into a triumph for us all. Mothers Against Drunk Drivers. The Candy Leitner Story. Next Monday. Wait, can I ask you a question first of all? Go right ahead. You know the definition of a windjammer? No, I really don't. It's now. the agonizing screams of a trapped turd. Have you heard of the Mangrave? Yes, I have. You have? Yeah. Do you have a father? <laughs> Mangrave is the perfect gift for this Father's Day. Is he alive? Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent made in America. If he was dead, it would have been a really bad moment in the commercial. <laughs> Your dad's alive? No. Fuck. <laughs> God damn it. I'm sorry about your dad. That's fine. Your father's dead. Is your mom still alive? My mom? Yeah. No, she's dead. Jesus Christ, is any of your relatives fucking alive? It's man grace. <laughs> They're revolutionizing the way people grill. What, Adam Egan? Is it true? You haven't heard of the revolution? You can put chicken on this or steak? That's not that unique. <laughs> it weighs a lot of pounds. Is that heavy? Again. 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 No more flare-ups. You know, you know when your barbecue has always been flare-ups? Why are you laughing? You're making a mockery out of the mangrate. Chicken steak has never tasted so good. <laughs> Again, again, <laughs> again. This commercial is like a mini series. Hey, this is Joe Murata from Our Vantage Point Retro Wrestling Podcast. But now, live from the studios of the Old Bakery, this is the Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast, and here's your host, Luke Jennings. We are back, folk, and we've got once again a tag match. Robert Reed and David Johnson going up against the Bruise Brothers. Dream Machine in the ring starting for his team. Going up against Robert Reed. Robert Reed, Blue Trunks, Black Boots going up against Dream Machine. 
Lack trousers, black boots, clubber and Robert Reed in the corner. Irish strips in corner, corner hard. Dream Machine comes in. Monkey flips Reed out of the corner. Tags in. Pucks up Cash, who's also wearing black tight black trousers, white boots. Sorry, both men are wearing white boots. Pucks up Cash now with some falling forearm smashes. That small child is still being held up in the air. Shot to under the chin. Pucks up Cash now. Oh, with a big old shot to the head. Beautiful bearded man. Pucks up Cash is runs Robert Reed into the foot of Dream Machine. Tags in the machine. Picks up Robert Reed. And picks him up and slams him down. Dream Machine off the ropes. Drops an elbow. Picks up Reed. Throws him in his corner. Tagging to David Johnson. White trunks, black boots. Colin over top. Dream Machine pushes Johnson into the corner. Oh, big chop. Head first into the knee of Porkchop Cash, who's now tagged in. Put some cash now. Oh, with a clobber and shot to the back of the head of David Johnson. Holy shit. He may have killed him. I don't know. <laughs> he sold that well. Oh, put some cash. Absolutely whipping David Johnson. Oh. Shot to the face by the referee's back. Drops a knee across the ear. Attacks Robert Reed on the outside. Drops a forearm to the uh, back. Porkchop Cash, his uh, offence isn't pretty, but it uh, gets the job done. Dream Machine now tagged in. Picks up David Johnson, whips him, and oh, big lariat there by Dream Machine. Off the ropes, big splash! One, two, three. Your winners, the Bruce Brothers. Well, it didn't take them long, and it was Bruce Brothers all the way. Heavy favorites coming in, and they defeat Robert Reed and David Johnson. They worked on Robert Reed a long time, then they got David Johnson in there and showed no mercy. As both uh, the Bruce Brothers, Workshop and the Dream Machine, both just bounced up and down, using uh, the fist, the forearm, the boots. And they get the win. Time on it, 2 minutes, 18 seconds, 2.18. Okay, still some more action, Dave. We got that 10-man bout coming up, and we're going to take time out right now. Be back to it in just a moment. On the side of the ring, you had the huge 600-pound assassin came in with the world belt, and on the other side, Stan and Steve, with that speed and tremendous conditioning, and it ended up with the belt being held up in the action but it was a great tag match of rough and tough indeed you know you know let me just say something right now if y'all people listen to me just for a second here uh you know i am so sick i sit back there and i look and i watch fraser to talk about how great he used to be with lawler dundee comes out here to talk about how big and bad they used to be who wants to talk about the past man i'm sick of the past that's what these people live on eddie marlin comes out and he's whining and complaining bring his little crying towel out here hey, I, you know it makes me sick man you know who helped jimmy hart when i had a broken jaw a broken leg or anything else here burn face jimmy hart helped himself baby because i have the family with me that's what's important 
important to me as a first family of professional wrestling. Now, the fabulous ones, they have all the excuses in the world. Let me tell you what happened. You know what happened in that match? I'll tell you right now. We had our hands raised. It's the first decent thing Jerry Calhoun has ever done in his entire life was raise our hands because we were the winners and he was the legal man in the ring. So Eddie Marlin, you know what? I'll tell you what it boils down to. Eddie Marlin stood out here last week and he said, Jimmy Hart, whatever it takes, whatever I have to do, I will get even with you. And that was his way. He, he sent Paul Morton down there to raise these guys' hands. Well, let me tell you something, baby. The Fargos can't protect you or Eddie Marlin either. That's all I got to say. Listen, huh? let me tell you something. Before you run off, I just simply want to say that the way the match came out, the belts being held up, anybody that had any sense in insane <laughs> certainly is going to be able to see that that's exactly what happened. We've Show got the, the tape. Beautiful. All right, all right. Beautiful. Beautiful. Show and it. the Show reason it. that Morton was in there was because Calhoun wasn't able to be at that moment. Big double backdrop by the fabulous one. We've seen footage from the Mid-Tech Course team, the Fabulous Ones versus the Assassins. Different ones wearing yellow, very, uh, very bright here. The Fabs are wearing yellow tights. Assassins are wearing yellow and black suit, or all in ones. Double suplex for the Fab from the Assassin. Referee's gone, we've clipped. We've clipped forward, we can't see what happened to the referee, but there is no referee. Stan now trying to get another ref to come in here. A lot of commotion here. Here comes Paul Morton wearing yellow again. Assassin covering a stand. One, two, three. Oh, Jerry Calhoun's there as well. Jerry Calhoun was counting the assassin while Paul Morton was counting Steve. That's where the confusion's become. Paul Morton came in at the request of Stan Lane. He counted out Eddie. We can do and just hold the title up until we have a chance to view the field. The title is held up right now. And it stands that way because at the moment it looked like that Jerry Calhoun was unable to uh, get back in there. Paul Morton came out and he uh, did what he saw. You saw both of them. There was a man pin from each side. Jimmy, you just won't. There's only one thing we can do is hold the titles up. That's Eddie Marlin. One thing we can do, Eddie, but there's one right. thing we can do, baby, and that's win them right back. You can cheat me if you want to do it, but you ain't getting away with it, man. I'm sick of it. Don't run off. You stand out here doing all the hollering and screaming. Let's listen to what the fabs no, have to say about the old. Well, take a listen. On a beautiful day like this out in the sunshine, it's kind of hard to sit here and complain. But we do have that opportunity. We get to say our two cents worth. And our two cents worth is this. We're just as much the world tag team champions as the assassins are right now. And that's because the belts have been held up. After viewing the film and seeing it back two or three times, we still feel that we are the champions. But due to the fact that there was two referees involved, then the belts have been held up. So all I can say this is the assassins, last week we got down. We got down and we did it. We became the world champions in our eyes. This week we're going to have to go right back and do it again. And that no disqualification is still there and the no time limit is still there. So it's going to be a long, hard battle. But we're going to give you everything we got because we didn't get the fabulous one's name by being beat. Just like you said, Steve, it would be awful easy for us to come out here and complain. We could just choose any number of reasons to complain about, to write to Stanley Blackburn the way Jimmy Hart always seems to do, but no, we're not going to do that. Because Steve and I both feel we have enough confidence in our ability to come back there this week and do it all over again. And I'm talking about pinning your shoulders to the mat. 
Steve had you pinned for at least half a minute last week, but it didn't happen. Our hands weren't raised by the right referee. Baldy Morton was not commissioned to referee that match, and even though he raised our hands, it didn't stand. But you know, and we know, and every, per every person knows is watching this TV show right now, that we are the uncrowned world tag team champions. So Monday night, guys, get ready. It's not going to happen the way it did last time. We're coming, we're coming with everything we got, and we're going to leave there at those trophies. Well, there it is. They're not crying. They're not moaning. All they're doing is they're saying, bring them on. Oh, they're not as pleading Listen. to Eddie Mullen. That's all they're doing. Two bubble-headed bleach blondes, man. That's all you got. You better stay by the pool because that's where you're going to end up when well, we get through with them, man. too, brother. And you bet you. Listen, <laughs> we've had a lot of requests for the folks to see the fabulous one oh, special. Please. We keep please, getting letters. And you know who's requested? They're sitting home right now. They're sitting home right now going, hey, yeah, would you please run the fabulous one special? They're doing it themselves. Nobody wants to see it, man. I don't want to see it. I'm not going to stand it. You want to see the fabulous one special? Yeah, I want to see it. Well, so good. I don't. I won't even have it. Coming up with Stan Hansen. Let's listen to Austin. Make it short. I'm going to make it sweet. I'm going to trim the fat. I'm going to get to the meat. I want Stan Hansen to know I'm coming right at you, darling. I've had to listen to you for the last four Four or five weeks, run your big fat mouth and tell everybody how great you are. Tell everybody you've kicked everybody's can from coast to coast. Tell everybody that you're an international heavyweight champion yourself. And tell everybody that you're the strongest man in the world on occasion. Well, Ken Patera said he was the strongest man in the world, but that didn't stop Austin Idol. Where's Ken Patera now? He's hobbling somewhere, believe me, darling. He is hobbling. He is limping somewhere. Now, I want you to know one thing, Hanson. I want you to know it well. I want to get right to the point, darling. You can sit out here. You can chew your tobacco. You can spit in a cup all you want to, darling, because you don't scare me. Now, you took Tom Pritchard who hadn't been around that long, but's going to be a great athlete one day, and you chewed him up pretty good. And you made fun of it, and you told everybody that that was an example, that he was a stepping zone, and that it didn't make any difference. Who else it was going to be? You were going to step off everybody. I'm going to snort you up one nostril. I'm going to spit you out the other dollar. Memphis, Monday night, let's lock up. I got it. They'll be doing that. Monday night, Coliseum. I'll tell you, one of those nights... Well, I really don't think you can afford to miss it. You be down there with us Monday and see the action. We've got some more coming up. We'll take time out right now. I'm proud of people screaming over the first family when we come out like this. Uh, here we go. Not sure it was the first family they were screaming for. Let's, uh, let's do the introduction for 10-man tag team action. Total weight, 1,186 pounds. We'll start on the left of the ring. Uh, King Carl Fergie from Atlanta, Georgia. The Prince of Darkness from Parts Unknown, Big Lou Winston from uh, Memphis, Tennessee, and out of the Windy City, the Bruise Brothers. And on the other side of the ring, at a total weight of 1,070 pounds, from Parts Unknown, the Jaguar, from Houston, Texas, Tom Pritchard, from Columbus, Ohio, Bobby Fulton, from Huntsville, Alabama, Bobby Eaton, and from Union City, Tennessee, Coco Ware. And I think uh, the names all match people that are in the ring. I believe everyone is there. No substitutions that I can see. This is going to be the expiration of time. The referee is Jerry Calhoun. Well, now let's see. He announced Coco Beware. He then said there's no substitutions, but Terry Taylor's there. If you know anything about wrestling, Terry Taylor and Coco Ware don't look alike. 
Tom Pritchard's like another team. Blue trunks, white boots. Brute Joy Dream Machine. Still wearing black trousers, white boots. He uh, had enough of that backdrop. Now tags in King Carl Fergie, the cousin of Jerry Lawler, doing a very Jerry Lawler-esque gimmick. Carl Fergie wearing uh, black and red singlet, black boots. Tom Pritchard, former TV champion, lost that title a few weeks ago to Stan Hansen. We've been circling, calling over a type. Pritchard pushes Court Fergie in the corner. Fergie reverses. Oh, big right hand by Fergie. Kick by Fergie. Kick by Fergie. Kick by Fergie. Whips Ferd. Pritchard in at the corner. Reversal by Tom. Fergie comes out. Back body drop by Tom Pritchard. Goes for the cover. One. Jerry, Jerry Calhoun just stood there. Looking like a fool. Bobby Eaton now tagged in. Red and white tights, white boots. Kicking Carl Fergie. Oh, big right hand. Puts Fergie in the corner. Whips him from corner to corner. Fergie bounces out of the corner. And gets hit by a big right hand by Bobby Eaton. Bobby Eaton tags in Bobby Fulton, Red Trunks White Boots. Irish whip by Eaton, big round by Fulton. Fergie's down. Oh, excuse me. Headlock takedown. Ray of the Irish by Fergie. Both men back up. Pokes up Cash now in, corner over top of Bobby Fulton. Fulton pushes Cash into the corner, into the, sorry, into the ropes, Irish whip by Fulton. Ducks his head a little bit too early, big back elbow by Porkchop Cash. Oh, fish dropped to the back of the head by Cash. Oh, right under the chin. This is exploration of time, so there will be multiple falls, maybe. Prince of Ducks now holding Bobby Fulton on the ropes. Prince of Ducks is... Duke Myers, we found, we uh, realised from a few weeks ago. We found out who's in now. Box up cash tags in Lou Winston. Lou Winston, whatever his name is. Double teaming now by the first family. Bobby Eaton comes in, throws Bobby Fulton into his corner, and he tags in the Jaguar. Jaguar is uh, black and yellow trunks, black boots, Jaguar mask. A very uh, Tiger Mask esque look to this gentleman. Whips Lou Winston. Oh, spin and back kick. Very Tiger Mask. Very, very Tiger Mask-esque here. So, uh, front headlock tags in Terry Taylor. Terry Taylor. Blue and white trunks. Blue and white boots. Picks up Lou and tags in Bobby Eaton and slams down Lou. Bobby Eaton comes in. Drops an elbow. Carl in. Bobby Eaton fends him off. Double Irish up now by F Eaton and Taylor. Double back elbow on Lou Winston. Eaton picks him up. Oh, Lou Winston pushes him into his corner. Prince of Darkness is now in. I don't think that's the same Prince of Darkness. I don't think that's Duke Myers. That doesn't look like him. Oh, whoever it is, is getting his ass kicked. He's wearing uh, red boots, red tights, black top, and a and a, uh, a, 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 a a mask of uh, some sort. Big headbutts by the Prince of Darkness. Tags in Carl Fergie now to work over Bobby Eaton. Swing and neck breaker by Carl Fergie. Go up to the second rope on the inside. Nope. Grand Naniwa. Oh, drops an elbow. But misses. Bobby Eaton now back up right hand. The Jaguar just walks in. Fuck it. Irish whip now. Drop kick on Carl Fergie. 
Jaguar holding the arms of uh, Carl Fergie now, so his partners can just wail away on Carl Fergie. Tom Pritchard now in. Oh, Inzaguri! No, doesn't go for the cover. Drops a leg. Pritchard. One, two, no, kick out by Fergie. Bobby Fulton now in. Kicks Carl Fergie and twists the arm, but Fergie pulls the hair. Tags in. Dream Machine. Well, no way on Bobby Fulton. Big power slam there by Dream Machine. Goes to the cover. One, two. Kick out by Fulton. Dream Machine picks up Fulton, throws him into his corner. Everyone holding on to Bobby Fulton while Dream Machine gives him a whooping. Puts up Cash now tagged in. Has Bobby Fulton slap mares him out of the corner. Drops in here across the collarbone. A bad mouse of the face team. Bobby Fulton back up, no, but Carl Fergie behind the referee's back. Oh no, referee, no, referee hasn't seen. Throws Bobby Fulton over the top rope. If the referee, if the referee had a scene, it'd have been a disqualification. Ten man brawl now. Ten man brawl on the outside. There's an eight now brawl. Bobby Eaton and Porkchop Cash are uh, brawling in the ring. Small package by Eaton. Small package by Eaton. But I think the referee's thrown it out. Bobby Eaton still got Porkchop Cash pinned. What's the referee doing? Is he throwing it out or not? No, Cuff, no, Blue Winston in there. Blue Winston comes in and breaks up the pin. Is the match still going? I don't know. Everyone's brawling. Oh, Tenor in the ring brawling now. Referee doing something. He's just sort of wandering around trying to get everyone out, really. Bruce Brothers double teaming Terry Taylor. Bobby Eaton now out. Jerry Calhoun trying to get everyone out. Yeah, I think he's, he's doing a pretty good job here trying to get everyone out. Bobby Fulton and Pukchuk Cash are still the legal men. Bobby Fulton now tagged in Terry Taylor. And you start getting everybody in the ring and trying to separate and watch and call that boy, oh boy. One referee. You know, that may be the only thing you and I agree about in the entire world. Good job, Krillin Monsoon's not here. Terry Taylor now tags in the Jaguar after working over the arm of Porkchop Cash. Jaguar whips. Porkchop Cash at the ropes. Oh, but Duxy said a bit too early, and Porkchop Cash drops an elbow to the back of the head. Oh, fist trip by Cash. Goes to cover the Jaguar. No. Hammerlock chin lock. He's got a cross face chicken wing here. Very uh, Bob Backlund esque. Jaguar. Some unusual moves, too. You may have to use one to get out of this. Porkchop bags Big Lou Winston. Tags now Lou Winston who comes in and drops a knee across the face of the Jaguar. Picks him up, whips him. Big back over by Lou. Jaguar is down. Tags in to Carl Fergie. Irish whip by Lou. Big stomp by Fergie to the gut. Carl Fergie picks up the Jaguar. Slams him down with ease. Off the ropes. Oh, drops a knee across the chest. Goes for the cover. One, no, Bobby. Eaton. No, Jaguar kicks out. 
Flags in the Prince of Darkness does Carl Fergie. Head back to the gut. Jaguar gets the tag. Jaguar gets Bobby Eaton's in. Bobby Eaton now in. Down goes the Prince of Darkness. Down goes Cash. As every old men are in, every it's 10 man brawls in the ring again. Absolute carnage here in the Memphis TV studios. Jerry Cahoon still trying to break up this uh, rumbling. Rumble Royal here in the ring. The time has expired. The time has expired, ladies and gentlemen. Riffy's just trying to get everyone out of the ring now. The time has expired. Break, Dave, so with it still going, we're going to a break right now. Yeah, while the break was going on, at least we got everything stopped down. There, got rid of them in there. Uh, we still had a, a moment or two left on, I think, but the referee uh, decided after two times of having ten guys in the ring and out of the ring i yeah. might add yeah, uh, so it was three times actually yeah he had uh, he had had to restore order which as we had talked about during the match is just not easy when you got that many folks in there all at once so despite all of the uh the hollering i don't know whether anybody could hear it or not not that it really makes any difference uh, Hart was hollering we won we won we won he, they no. did not win no on it stopped just flat stopped and that's exactly the way it happened there's one nice thing about him not coming back out here um we don't have to listen to him jimmy yeah. won't be back <laughs> out right. there either. Okay. listen something uh a guy that uh, i don't know him that well i know him by reputation that well and i i don't know we we'd be careful about saying something like that about him big stan hansen who comes from uh, borger texas borger texas yeah he was with us uh, a few weeks ago uh, he, he the TV champion, yes, as a matter of fact. fact he did uh, some of the damage over to that corner of the desk. It has a couple of uh, uh, knots out of it, and that was done by Stan Hansen. He tips him at 300 or so. Stan has got some words to say about uh, everybody almost. Yeah! Everybody gaze at it. Everybody drool at it. Everybody run from it. But you can't hide Lawler. You can't hide Otto, you can't hide the fabulous one, you can't hide Dutch Mantell from Podunk, Texas. Come on, boy, be a man, stand up, tell them where you're really from, you ain't from Texas. We don't make that kind in Texas. But the people of Memphis are finding out what a real Texan's like. And in just a little while, they're going to have the opportunity to come and see me because I'm coming to this area. I'm coming to this area to kick the king down. I'm coming to this area to take the, the weird guys and ship them back to Florida. I'm coming to establish a new power, a new ruler in Memphis. If it's not Stan Hansen, 
It's got to be the lariat. Ask Bruno Sammartino. Ask them all, brother, because this is the thing that has stopped them. This is the thing that has done it. And the drive that's inside me, the drive that makes me go all the way, 100%, any way I can, any way, Lotta, have you ever dealt with anybody like me who's big, who's nasty, who's fast, and who likes to hurt? I chew tobacco. I'm not good looking, and I don't care if anybody likes me or not. I got what I want. But not in this wrestling business. And that's what I'm here for. Lawler, you got something I want. I'll you have something I want. The fabulous ones, y'all got something I want. And what y'all got is y'all's hides. And I'm the man who can take it off of you. I am the man. Sometimes I wonder if anybody can stop me. Well, I know nobody in Tennessee, Kentucky, Mississippi, all these play Arkansas. There ain't a man alive, man, can step toe-to-toe with me. But I'm smart, too. I know what I got to do to be a winner. This thing right here has made me successful. It's going to make me a lot more successful. I've got the hunger, Lawler. You're fat and happy, boy. Everybody's fat and happy, but I'm not. I've been cleaned out, and I'm starting over. And I'm hungry, Jack, and I'm starting to the top. And I'm going to walk right over everybody in the Memphis area or wherever. It doesn't matter because everybody's going to have a new household name, and it's called the Lariat. That's him. <laughs> you go tell him he talks too much. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's Stan Hansen, our uh, TV champ. Uh, how about a recap today? Dan? All right, what is today? Rock and Roll Express one air match over Hutchinson, Mass Marauder. There's a Moondogs feeding Jim Jameson and Ken Ray. So let's do as Lance and Dave run down the car. We've just seen Stan Hansen as of the week. This is September the 10th, two days ago in Japan. It's the 8th of September and the last day of the Super Power Series 1983. The PWF heavyweight title changed hands as Stan Hansen defeated Giant Baba in 9 minutes and 2 seconds. And in two days' time, Stan Hansen will be back in Memphis. We won't spoil the results because we may see some footage of that next week. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. We've just covered the 10th of September 1983. We saw tag teams a plenty. I think every match was a tag match. Yep. And including that massive 10-man tag at the end. So, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you very much. Um, please, sorry, please do not forget to follow us on Twitter, at MemphisCast. Also, give the uh, the Place to Be Wrestling Network a follow, a like, a subscribe, so you never miss anything that we give you, uh, be it the Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast or the Monday Night Project or anything else that the uh, fine folk over there at the Place to Be Wrestling Network give us. They're bringing out near daily shows covering everything from modern day to classic to territorial to films to tv you name it it is there also don't forget to give our friends our other friends a follow and they listen our vantage point acid washed memories greeks from allentown book in the territory stick to wrestling or john mcadam the retro wrestling memory grenades the wrestlecopia network anything that ray gives you is a good listen so please do not do forget to do that post haste so thank you very much ladies and gentlemen thank you very much for the to the fine folk of memphis tennessee thank you very much for your continued support thank you very much to lance russell dave brown and jerry jarrett and until next time